and tool is brought by EXO Auto Works. EXO Auto Works is Colorado Springs home of the $30 synthetic blend oil change. Call now, 719-375-3232 or visit exoautoworks.com to make your appointment. Enharmonic Studios. Enharmonic Studios is a hybrid digital analog facility designed to be quality and affordable to anyone who wants to make history. Call today, 719-963-2020 or go to facebook.com slash enharmonicstudios. Twisted Apes Bar and Grill. Twisted Apes offers a full menu, live music, and they're the home of man tools and twisted radio. Check them out at twistedapes.com. Madrid Maintenance. Maintenance offers excellent handyman services in the Colorado Springs area, starting at just $35 an hour. You can reach them by phone at 719-634-2020 or online at facebook.com slash madridmaintenance. Trevor's Beard is brought to you by The Beard Struggle. The Beard Struggle is my go-to for beard hygiene and styling products, so you should click the link below and use the code TLANE15, that's TLANE15, for 15% off your order. Twisted Apes Bar and Grill. Eric Madrid. Trevor Lane. Welcome back to another uh, Thrills and Spills and Chills episode of Man Tools here on mantoolsmedia.com brought to you directly from the uh, 74th floor bunker of Twisted Apes. That's right. That's where we're at. I wouldn't lie See, to you. Really high up is exactly where you want a bunker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the penthouse bunker. There's That's probably a- there's probably some conspiracy theory about a bunker inside the world trade center <laughs> you know one of those silly like yeah <laughs> too soon bro too soon sorry it's all right well hey buddy how was your week uh other than the ringworm infection at my house it's been great oh that sounds fun yeah that's the joy of parenthood yeah and kids with public schools yeah. is what it is so uh Thanks, Keys. I was pretty shocked with it, too. That was a sick fucking intro, Trevor. Good Thank job. You. Thank you. Good job, dude. Um, yeah, well, it's been an interesting week. I think uh, uh, it's always hard when, when things come into question. Yes. Like, um, how do I put this? Like, your leadership skills get get questioned, and then... Um, how do you deal with that? You know, and it's not, it's not just from clients, but from, you know, people in the inner circle, you know, things get questioned. So you're, you have to reevaluate and still kind of reeling from that. Um, 
apparently I've messed up a few things, uh, missed a few appointments, you know, just because other things are taking priority. The way I look at it is I'm doing triage. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I'm doing triage and just trying to get everything going the exact way that, you know, trying to get things back on track, but it's not happening. So uh, it you have to take that into consideration. Look, look inward and go, well, is this, uh, is this, you know, not working? Because this is how I've done it for so long. And it seems to be working okay, but is this not working anymore in this new, in these, uh, what do they call them on the every commercial that you see now? These trying times. These, uh, yeah, these, these difficult times. Difficult these. times. <laughs> this new normal. Unprecedented. Unprecedented times. You hear that thrown around a lot too, and it's like, eh, there's precedence for most things. <laughs> yeah, no, this has happened before. This has almost exactly happened before. It's been in other countries, and I didn't understand it. It was the movie was in black and white, and the narration was in German, so I didn't really get what was happening. Right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So it's been an interesting week, um, and having uh, I was I was. Bemoaning the fact that we we signed on with this company that does forty five days to pay, right? And I was pretty pissed off about it for a second, and I was like, "Yeah, well, it's cool, you know, you know, it is what it is." Well, today I understand completely why they do it. Meaning, <clears throat> meaning, you finish a job, they pay out for the pay out. for the job in forty five days, yep. or on the okay. day you you finish your you you invoice, they wait forty five days to pay, and I realize why. Um, we're kind of the finishers. The closers, we come in and button up all the the little stuff. Little stuff. Motherfuck. Well, uh, one of my guys opened a wall today. Um, we do restoration on homes that have been burned. Well, we opened a wall today in one of the rooms of one of the houses that had a short list, four pages. That short was the list, short yeah. list. Short yeah. list. Things that needed to get finished up so that they could finish moving in and live in their home again. We thought everything was pretty much done when we left the last time, but a few people dropped the ball after us and before us. So the garage door guy came in after us and was trying to run the wires in the wall, and they opened up the fresh drywall and found all kinds of burnt um, insulation. That was step two. Yeah. Remove all the burnt <clears throat> debris, open up the drywall near the burn section, and remove all of the burnt. So I get why now they wait 45 days, because now some poor asshole's getting back charged because he didn't do his job. Yeah, that makes sense. So that makes sense. I'm super not mad at them right now about waiting to pay us for what we do, because if we fuck up, we're going to get back charged. It's not going to clear. You know what I mean? They're gotcha, like, hey, yeah. you didn't do this. Right. So I'm super not upset anymore because now we're doing all this stuff that should have been, you know, done deal a long time ago. Well, it still sucks because, you know, if I keep this pace up, I'll be homeless. <laughs> I'll be living that, in the bunker. That uh, Yeah. 
that's a damper. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the downside, you know, you're bankrolling, you're bankrolling loot, but, uh, the problem is, you know, your guys aren't, the guys are your guys and they're not invested in the company and they don't give a fuck about it because it's not theirs. No matter how much you try to give, you know, autonomy, it's still not theirs and it never will be. Right. Let's just be honest. So, you know, you pawn your shit and you sell stuff and you make whatever payroll you can. You know, we're only 22 days in. So, yeah, those dudes got bills to pay. Those dudes got stuff to do. So you do what you got to do to get it done. Um, Anybody want to buy a 7-string? <laughs> Dude, I know. It's getting tight. That sucks. It sucks. Uh, the only The only light at the end of the tunnel is, you know, after paying off um, you know, the dudes and, and the bill, you know, the stuff is this, there's, there'll be a fat payday for me at the end of the, the whole thing. Cause then that's mine. Cause I already paid it off. Right. Yeah. It's just another 25 days. You got to figure it's probably business days, not real yeah. days. Uh, yeah. That's always, that's almost always a caveat to something like that. Uh huh. So it's going to be more like 55, 60, yeah, it's two months. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I was thinking about starting a GoFundMe. Um, or just, no, you know what would be the best is just a, an OnlyFans page where you guys pay me to put my clothes back on. That would be. You're going to see my butthole if you don't give me $10. That's right. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> uh, You're going to get all of this just naked. Yeah, we've had some fun stuff because Carolyn switched jobs. Um, so, like, we were expecting a full paycheck of hers and didn't even think, like, she left. It's a two-week pay period, and yep. she left uh, after week one yep. of that pay period. So yep. it was, like, half a check, and I'm and like, you whoa. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm trying to remember, like, she's probably getting more money from them because I think they have to pay out – I think it's required they pay off any sick leave, but not regular leave, something like that. I don't know. That's I don't remember. Probably per company. Yeah, but I thought there was a state law about it as well. I don't remember. But um, so uh, it was one of those like we thought uh, X was coming and <laughs> Y came instead, and I'm like, oh, oh, hey, how's it going? Uh, we're gonna have a negative balance tomorrow. <laughs> yep. We so. need to figure this out. Uh, <laughs> well, luckily, <laughs> you guys, I live, a, I live a, with thank a thank God for overdraft protection, and uh, and B, thank God for things of value that, uh, as it just so happened after talking to the pawn shop guy, that you can run down to a pawn shop and go, yeah. here. <laughs> That's what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> Give me money. That's what I did last week. It's been weird. Um, Key says, <laughs> I guarantee there's someone out there that will pay for OnlyFans, on OnlyFans, to see your butthole. There probably is. Trevor, you know what you got to do tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I've considered setting up an OnlyFans page for the podcast because uh, it's not, it doesn't have to be like porn. There's no rules. It's just, yeah. You, well, I you do, do whatever. That. I want to do that for do. like guitar stuff and just, yeah. Dude, you probably sit could. there and noodle around. I mean, it'd probably be the could. same as, you know, jerking off. I mean, it's self-flagellation at that point. Just me noodling It'll around last all day. Longer, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty good at jerking myself off. <laughs> I was going to say, I only get through three scales and I'll be, I'll be done. Like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> and I'm spent. 
an OnlyFans that just tests out new. See, because that's my porn is Guitar Gear. So I just there, test out. There are test people out that new, eat that up, man. Test out Reviews new and uh, unboxings. Yeah. I know. I've been I've been badgered by my brother for the last two months about you got to do all these podcasts and all these videos and all this stuff. And I was like, when? Like when? Yeah. When? Exactly. When am I going to set up a quality camera to do this? And uh, when? Unless you start the uh, the Eric show here at Twisted Apes. I mean, shit. On Wednesdays well, or something. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> now I got band practice Wednesdays. <laughs> Fucking filmed, streamed band practice. Right? Stream it. That's not a bad idea. Or shit, I have to schedule time to take a dump anymore. Worse than Sheldon. Nope. <laughs> it's uh, Mondays at 4.45. Wednesdays at uh, right after band practice. The weekly dump schedule. Yeah, it's only like three <laughs> times a week now. That's all I have time for. Um, let's see. Right on the top of the show, before we got into news or anything else, I wanted to get this uh, in. It'll open. There we go. Yeah, I could do guitar lessons on OnlyFans, Key said. Um, but you have to play with your butthole. Or your wiener. I mean, either way. Uh, so uh, you may remember a couple weeks ago we uh, were we labeled the uh, Reddit mom subreddit uh, the tool of the week for their cunty response <laughs> to our, uh, hey, we're trying to help out single moms who are trying to raise boys. Um, <clears throat> well, there was one person who gave us a serious response in the, uh, actually in the toxic femininity subreddit where I kind of called <laughs> them out for their bullshit. Um, so we are going to take a look at that and see if we can, uh, in the short span of uh, time here before we go to the news, come up with a, at least one answer for this lady. Sure. What's the question? Um, so user sunset paradise says I'm a single mom trying to raise a son. Um, I'd love to help if I can, meaning give us, uh, questions. What kind of questions are you looking for? And I said, we're looking for anything really. Um, she said her biggest issue that she faces is that she knows that she can be a lot of things, but the one thing that she cannot be is a male role model or a father. Um, let me see if there's some more to this. interesting um and then she goes on i've definitely sought out uh role models he has a great relationship with my dad meaning his grandfather um <clears throat> which i'm really thankful for uh and a childhood friend of mine has become like an adopted uncle to him uh one thing i'm curious about is if there's a toxic cycle that results from not having positive male role models meaning like a no father that then mm -hmm. abandons kids that then they have kids that they abandon. Sure. So on and so forth. Um, <clears throat> I wonder if this is because my son's father was raised by a single mom who didn't allow his father to be involved. Uh, I know that had a negative impact on him and I've wondered if it's a part of the reason he chooses to not be very involved with our son. Um, I know that not having a father puts a child at a huge disadvantage, especially boys. Uh, that's what I've 
been most concerned about since his father left us. I definitely like to know what I and other moms in my position can do uh, to give him the best chance at a successful future and especially at becoming a good father himself. Well, I can only speak from why we started this whole thing and from my own, you know, very myopic view considering um, considering how this all man tools all came about. I would say that, um, yes, I'm sure there's uh, there are plenty of clinical studies out there that will confirm that there is a cycle of, let's just call it abuse, abandonment, in 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 that in that whole vein that if learned traits or experiences will repeat themselves history repeats itself over and over now in knowing what my mom knew when we were little fucking idiots running around her best bet was get us involved in things that we lean towards um so like it was most. It was a lot of sports, you know. In a small town where we grew up, she got us involved in all the sports, of course, you know. But then, because there's three boys, all three of us like something different, and then that competitive notion jumps in of I need to, this is my thing, not your thing. So, uh, I I was more baseball, basketball, probably basketball, baseball. Uh, my younger brother was wrestling, hands down. Um, and my youngest brother was like, uh, baseball mostly. So we all had our things. So that's, that's the easy button, you know, the getting involved in sports. I don't know about now anymore how that works out just cause sports is sort of, uh, no trophies, all participation awards, which really, really sucks. Um. Also, the Boy Scouts now really, really sucks. That's true, and that was a huge help. That's how I met Trevor. Uh, that's how I met you know and knew these guys that basically became you know uncles. Um, that were pseudo employees or employers, like you know the guys at the Scout Ranch that became good close friends and other things. Um, I would look into something like whatever your young, your son is into whether it's stem or sports or um whatever they're into get them involved in an extracurricular activity not just schoolwork and um uh, homework that kind of stuff get them involved in that and uh it it will help because and vet these vet these people you know uh I'm trying yeah, to think by all means vet them the machine shop teacher at the vocational school ended up being a really cool um, guy in my life. And so did the dentist because he was our scout master and he had like four daughters. So he was like, I want to go do some stuff. And he had one son and it was my age. And he's like, I want to go do some manly shit. So he ended up as he's like, I'm going to be a scout master because I got to get out of the house. Like <laughs> He just had to do it. So he's the one who taught us like hunting, fishing, going out, doing all this stuff. Um, there are also other organizations. There's the, uh, big brother, big sister program. Yeah. That's you know, a pretty good one. There's a lot of stuff like that. Uh, maybe they're into music. 
maybe find him um uh, you know if he wants to play guitar ah you know get get him over to silver sun um they don't they don't advertise with us but those guys are amazing um but to have that interaction in the, under the guise of learning something you know that's um there's a, and the other thing too is with any of that stuff there's a like a built-in mentorship mm-hmm. component um <clears throat> you know um a lot of coaches will talk about how the stuff that they're coaching carries over into real life and it sounds a little cliche but it's not it right. really is like um you know not being a poor sport you know <laughs> being able to take a loss yeah. stuff like that <laughs> Um, and not having like a victim mentality, right? The world's against me, you know, kind of a thing, which I, I, I'm guessing has fallen off a lot because it seems it like really a lot of people does. think they're automatic victims. You know, <laughs> um, another thing is another uh, working with your hands or you know, sort of masculine trait, if you want to call it, would be the uh, one of the things I teach with music is you need to do it, learn it the right way. And then once you've mastered that, do it however the fuck you want. Because you might find shortcuts. You know, and that translates to real life. You know, you learn it the right way according to curriculum. And then you could go be Steve Vai. But you can't get to that point without a sharp, you know, sharp tools in the toolbox. Right. Um, I don't know. When he's 18, he can listen to man tools and all the dirty words <laughs> and innuendo and hyperbole. Here's here's something that kind of popped into my head though, um, because the Boy Scouts isn't really the Boy Scouts anymore, um, is why I kind of this came to me. Uh, the one issue I see with going after extracurricular activities is um, he may be into something and you show up and it's it's not a male role model; it's like a lady. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that would be the one thing where maybe you would want to in that vetting process you're a little you know towards yeah. someone else or something else if necessary yep and i'm sure you know you're um i mean you're a woman in the community you know there's probably a church group that does something <laughs> depending on your you know your beliefs your systems whatever there's probably a volunteer program somewhere there's there's something out there <laughs> Sorry, <clears throat> I breathed in a bunch of insulation today like an idiot. So, well, yeah, and you mentioned earlier the Big Brothers thing. I've heard nothing but good things about that. Again, mm-hmm. vetting. Um, it's uh, certainly not cost prohibitive to run a background check on basically anybody. Now, it is not through the internet. You can and and if they're going to be in close mentorship with your kid, it's not unreasonable for you to go. I need to know your full name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd like to get like a copy of your ID uh-huh. and maybe like the last three addresses and jump onto a computer and look up background check services yep. and punch all that stuff in and make sure that this dude doesn't have, you know, anything weird going on. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I would definitely recommend that. <laughs> That's the easy button. All right. Um, under Hope. the news or yeah hopefully that was helpful <laughs> all of our uh, all of our go-tos are you know when we started this whole thing as a radio show all of our go-to manly you know 
um, mentorship type things now. They all suck now. Yeah, they're gone. Gone are the ways. Um, I don't know. Let, you know, let them watch some Charles Bronson movies. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A little Death Wish. <laughs> I kid. I kid. Yeah. On to the news. Hopefully that was helpful. Um, when I'm not completely mentally taxed and yeah, I may, I might come up with something a little bit better and I'll, I'll read it to you. Thank you so much lady, for jumping in on that. Kind of gave me a lot to think about actually. I'm just feeling time while Trevor pushes. Yeah, this is <laughs> being a bag of dicks. <coughs> oh man, I did. No, no, no. I lost. All right, I'm going to go ahead and hit the stinger here. Hit the stinger. We had something else lined up, and then I closed the window, and now it won't reopen. So we're we're back to the front. Go into this one. Um, <clears throat> this is bananas to me. Uh, Boston Public Schools <laughs> is uh, getting rid of advanced classes at the at the public schools. For public schools, uh, <clears throat> because too many of the kids who qualify are white, and they so want more diversity. So what you're saying is in this school district. In, in greater Boston area, advanced classes are being canceled because somebody mentioned that mostly kids are white in the advanced classes. Well, I'm not sure if anybody even mentioned it. They just, oh, you know, s- somehow someone observed that there was a Karen out there somewhere. That Probably. To How come manager. it's all white kids? Okay, now Jimmy doesn't have an advanced class. <laughs> Um, they could have done that at. They could have done that at my school. Oh, here we go. They purposely did an analysis. There it is. So, an analyst of the program found that more than seventy percent of the students enrolled in the the uh, advanced classes um, were white and Asian, even though nearly eighty percent of the students uh, within that school district are uh, Hispanic and black. So, do you remember high school? I do. What happened to you when you got into the advanced classes? Um, I didn't. (laughs) I did. For the most part, I didn't. Do you know how bad I got bullied and beat up for being in the advanced classes? I can recall some of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wasn't wasn't on the uh, receiving end or the giving end, for that matter. But a definite witness to that. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Fucking nerd. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Just from a weirder, weird outsider's point of view, do you think maybe that in the greater Bo- in the Boston area where you got to be hot, you know, and when you park your car, your khakis, do you think that? Well, there's a uh, I'm trying to remember his name, something Payne. Um, <clears throat> if you watch any Fox uh, 
news or business channel, um, like finance segments or shows. I don't think he has a show of his own. I think he just does segments. Um, there's a dude, he's a black guy and he tells this story about how he was a young kid in the ghetto in the motherfucking um, and one year for Christmas, he wanted a briefcase. He got the briefcase and made the mistake of going to school with it to show off his briefcase that he got for Christmas. Um, and, uh, got made fun of and beat up by the other black kids because there's a, this is going to sound racist, but there's a cultural, like, that's not cool. You're act, you're acting white. It's not cool. Yeah. You're acting white and it's not cool to be smart and it's not cool to, to progress. And it's not cool to, it's not cool to have uh, aspirations or goals or it's cool to make racks on racks for free and have cool shoes and cool stuff, but it's not cool to work for it. And it's not cool to go get it. Yeah, I grew up with that and it was, uh, I did not grow up in a, a, a black community at all. You were either, you were either Mexican or Mormon. I wasn't either one. So you, it wasn't cool. I don't care who you were. You're either the Mormon white kids or the Mexican kids. It wasn't cool to be, um, shut up keys. That was a perfect accent. <laughs> Whatever. So it I, just, I, well, it's a kid's thing, I think. But it's, I think that's a factor that no one wants to no, look at or not. address because it's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's racist. It's like, well, but there no. is that element. The 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 whole like thug life is a destructive element within the black community in particular. That is, I mean, it it permeates in other communities too, yep. but, but it's particularly pervasive in the black community. And it's uncomfortable to talk about the fact that it's made it so that it's cooler to sell drugs than be a stockbroker. <laughs> <laughs> Or even a, uh, you know, a regular construction worker or plumber, you know, uh-huh. it's, uh, it's okay. It's, uh, <coughs> it's, it's right there. it goes out of its way to popularize easy, easy money mm-hmm. and just having a good time as opposed to hard work and earning things. Oh, damn it. Yeah. So instead of trying to address that, the school system uh, says, all right, cool. No advanced, no advanced classes now. Cause <laughs> because of this, the other, the other thing that's weird and I've probably talked about it before is this strange idea that some of these people have that if um, a certain segment of the population represents this percentage overall, that they then need to represent this percentage in every aspect of life. You know, in right. in every career field, in uh, you know whatever in school, and if they don't, that that's somehow wrong, and it doesn't take into account desires and aspirations. It doesn't take into account effort. Yep. <laughs> um, and uh, as uh, the great line from Caddyshack goes, the world needs ditch diggers too. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's everywhere, Keys. Um she mentioned that there is a cultural problem in Baston. Um the quote unquote smart kids are Asian or white. 
And that was over 15 years ago. That's always been the case. It's always been the case. Oh, to the point now where um, I, we haven't really covered it because race is not really the hill we choose to die on. But, you no. know, um, some of these Ivy League schools are now not counting Asians when they say minorities because they do well enough to get in without scholarships. And then when they're there, they do very well. Um, so they don't need like the help of these minority, right, yeah. minority uh, centered programs. So they're counted like they're white, <laughs> which is, and again, it's a cultural thing. If you look at the Asian culture, it's very, you're going to fucking work hard. Mm-hmm. You're, and in a lot of time, a lot of cases, it's a cultural thing where, you know, you don't even have a choice about what you're going to do. You're going to be a doctor or you're going to be a mathematician or you're going to be this thing that the family wants you to be. That's the end of the story. Yep. <clears throat> um, <laughs> and this is this is not just hearsay or, um, you know, innuendo. We legitimately had a man on who married on, on Mantles, Pro Tools, on Mantles who married, you know, an Asian woman, and we we've heard firsthand how the family, you know, oh, rules yeah. with a with an iron thumb. So, as a kid, like you're you're going to go to this college, like you got to work your ass off and get there. There's a dedic. <sighs> Come on, man! I when Tiger Woods hit the big time, I heard the announcer be racist as fuck and say. He has the uh, the athleticism of the black of a black. black man and the dedication and and <laughs> discipline of the Asians. And I was like, I mean, this is what <laughs> Tiger Woods has been on the scene for what twenty years? Yeah, Ish? I mean, let's just the what until he I heard lost that, his legs. Well, <laughs> now he's Lieutenant Dan, but that might be a little soon. <laughs> all, all kidding aside, I listened to that a long time ago. I was like, wow, dude, that's stereotyping at its best. And then you, again, what Mantle says, it's the 80-20 rule. The reason stereotypes exist is because 20% of you motherfuckers line right up and do it. There's, there is, <clears throat> there's always an element of truth, an element. Yes. Um, and I mentioned this before, whenever we get on racially sensitive things, like the idea of the lazy Mexican. Well, where does that come from? It is hot as fuck in Mexico. So, yes, in the middle of the day, they stop working and they go to sleep for an hour. Yep. And then when it cools back off, they start working again. And somebody at some (laughs) point went, oh, they're just being lazy. They're just being lazy. And then that person who said that has never worked a hot day in the sun in their lives. So. Anyways, we'll. uh, I like that, though. Slide on. I would love to siesta, except uh, now we get snow in the middle of the day. Yeah, this time of year for sure. Dude, what a shitbag show that was. Uh, on to the next. No, I don't want notifications or locations <laughs> or any of that. Um, so this dude uh, is definitely the hardest motherfucker I've seen in a while. Uh, this is out of India. I'm not going to try to pronounce that city. Uh Karnataka. There you go. Uh, a man strangles a leopard to death <laughs> in battle of survival, hailed as a real life George Cuddy. And I didn't look up George Cuddy. I'm assuming he's some uh, classic badass. Uh, but here's the man uh, pictured 
with the leopard after being attacked, and uh, he just, I guess, headlocked that motherfucker and held on. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, holy shit. Wow. I want to see what his uh, name is if it shows. You're not going to be able to pronounce it. I won't, but according to local reports, re- Regipicable Nick. <laughs> Nayak. Red. Nayak, okay. Raj. A, uh, Rajangopal. Uh, there you go. Rajangopal Nayak. Uh, a resident of that village in that place, uh, around 180 uh, kilometers away from Bengaluru. I can say that one. There you go. Uh, was riding his motorbike. Oh, of course he was. And you see videos of this all from India time. all the time, usually with tigers, which tigers. would have been a lot worse. Uh, home with his wife and child mm. when the leopard came out of nowhere and leapt at them from behind the bushes. Tell you, man, uh, you're fighting for your life. That's one thing. And when you're trying to save your kid, that's yeah, that becomes a whole different story. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Damn. cheers to you, my friend. Yeah, bro. This uh, one's this one's for you for shizzle mantles clink. Mm. All nope. right, let's see. Up next. I would have been leopard poop. Yep. <laughs> and so would my wife and child. <laughs> no, actually, Carolyn would have fucked him up. Yeah. After after I had passed on, she would have saved the kids. <laughs> you killed my man. <laughs> Uh, oh, some disturbing local news. Yeah. This mm. is, so uh, Mantles has a limited life shelf if this passes. Yes. Um, there's a Colorado bill being pushed that would uh, punish, quote, hate speech. Uh-huh. Um, this case, and, the title uh, actually gets it more right than normal. Well, yeah. And uh, 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 what was it? Oh, misinformation. Uh-huh. Um. So SB uh, 21-132, otherwise known as the Digital Communications Regulation Act. Um, here's the scary parts. It would uh, it would give the governor the power to establish and appoint people to a panel or committee. A committee, yep. Um, who then would determine if social media platforms have hate speech or allowing hate yep. speech, not taking steps to get rid of it, or misinformation um, and then would find those platforms uh, if they don't right. remove it. And this is if, um, how do they word it? If they service any Colorado users, which of like course they, they all do. do. Now I also read in there that you have to register your service. Has to oh, register platforms have to your register. Platform has to register. And once you do, if you are stupid enough to fall for this and you register your platform, because why would you register anything that you put out over the internet? I don't know. I don't know. Unless you're going to try to make it as a business. So if you register your business with the state of Colorado and you don't shield it in some way, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. I don't get it. But what they're saying is you have to register. Um, uh, you are seconded to this tribunal that will be held by the governor's appointed lackeys, and anything you say will be used against you. It's uh, up to five thousand dollar fine and up to a year in jail for talking shit on the internet. 
Let that sink in for a minute. It's kind of our bread and butter. <laughs> well, it's kind of. What but we it, do. In, in at least the way I've read it, I don't know that we would. We would be in danger, but YouTube would be in danger for carrying us. Right. Or now, Facebook would be in danger for allowing us to stream, that sort of thing. Yep. Keys uh, says, will this target mainstream media too? It would be anyone who is registered and anyone who has Colorado viewers. Um, Jennifer said, it will never stand up in Supreme Court, which I agree. I highly doubt it will even get to circuit court. But I'm hoping it doesn't problem, get out of committee, I, which is yeah. where it's at now. Hopefully it doesn't even make it to the floor. I mean, they're kind of hiding this. I mean, we had to get the, from the Colorado Herald, which is a super huge newspaper in Colorado. It ain't like it's the Denver Post or no. somebody no. vague. Well, which, and that part of the problem is people like the Denver Post are all for this. Oh, yeah, because it puts people like the Herald out of business. Yeah. It gets rid of them. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and the, and it's not Facebook that would have a problem with this. It's not YouTube. Uh, it's places like BitChute or Parler. Yeah. Because it, a Parler, I mean, is full of misinformation because there are people there that think uh, that Donald Trump should have won the election and that there was some shenanigans going on that caused right. him to lose. Just saying that, I mean, this video could get pulled for, for me saying that right now. Right now. Um, YouTube pulled Trump's CPAC speech. I don't know if you guys know what CPAC is. It's a big uh, conservative. I forget what it stands for, but it's a big conservative. It's not the Republican convention, but it's basically the next, the next biggest gathering of conservative speakers and stuff. You like the one that we ran into? (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) But because in his speech, Donald Trump uh, basically said it wasn't fair that he didn't end up with a second term. Um, or that it was due to unfairness in the election that he didn't end up with a second term. They went, oh, nope, off of YouTube. Can't be on YouTube. You- <laughs> Which is like, what? What do you mean? Let people watch yeah. and decide for themselves. Um, Jennifer says it's all scare tactics. I I get the scare tactic thing. The problem with... The problem now with scare tactics when we were younger... Um. Well, she also is constitutionally protected. Well, so are my rights. Uh, I will argue this. So is my right to conduct business. Um, and, you know, have a home and do my thing. That's constitutionally protected. However, I still have to have a driver's license to do that now. Constitutionally, driver's licenses are illegal. Yeah. Um, uh, so... <clears throat> Oh, um, we're yeah, we 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 sparked a uh, uh, an interest with this one. Uh, private pro- private companies and platforms have their own policies, right? This circumvents those policies, or Jennifer makes those policies far more rigid. Yes, yeah, that's what this would do. It would require those platforms to take steps to get rid of hate speech or misinformation and who gets to decide what that is well, that this is, panel this of panel lackeys who, from the governor <laughs> who who feel that it is unpopular speech yeah so i mean and anything could be categorized as that um you know a minute ago taken out of context i said mexicans are lazy take it completely out of context and you just did it again i did so if they snip it and cut it 
you're fucked. It's Trevor saying Mexicans are lazy. Right. I mean, never mind that they are, but no. <laughs> of course not. I've never just met kidding. a lazy Mexican. I haven't either. <clears throat> they literally flee their country to come work. Yeah. I would kill for three <laughs> lazy Mexicans right now so, to go to work for me. Um, that would be amazing. Whatever. Or misinformation. <clears throat> Half the shit we say is probably misinformation. Yeah, I mean... We're not... I mean, we're just a couple of dumbasses. Of course we're misinformed. Yeah, of course we are. I mean, we get all of our, our shit off Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> totally uh, misinformed. Touche. Uh, <laughs> uh, I agree with you, Jennifer. The shit will never hold up in a court um, as long as the judges or, excuse me, magistrates and people are not in the pocket and then swayed by this public opinion of we have to get rid of Dr. Seuss. Yeah, dude. I, I know it's just a meme, bears. but I've seen this sums up the culture now perfectly. The song wet ass pussy is just fine. Is the song of the year. It's just, it's perfectly acceptable part perfectly of our culture, acceptable. but we got to get rid of Dr. Seuss because he said Chinese kids eat with sticks. Yep. And again, never mind that in China they do eat with sticks. Never mind that, you know, <laughs> cultural norms change over time and people evolve. And yeah, yeah, never mind any of that. Never mind any of that. Never mind that To Kill a Mockingbird was written and is supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's right? supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. Like, That's the whole point of the book. We're dealing with a retarded dude. We're dealing with a black dude. We're dealing with a racial white dude. I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but that's just kind of we're dealing with a single dad raising a daughter, which is I'm sure was controversial, surely controversial back then. And they probably had to make it a point to have him say, oh, when your mother passed away, because it could not be a divorce. Could be a then. divorce. Could not have been a divorce. Oh, God. No. And if it was a divorce, dad wouldn't be in the would picture. Would have said, yeah, dad would have been gone. Mom gets back then, especially mom gets the kids. Mom the gets end. the kids. The end. <laughs> <laughs> that book's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. It's supposed to question some uh, yeah. soapbox. Well, pressing forth. Uh, let's get into some cool stuff. And uh, there it is. Cool stuff. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, so check this out. Uh, I love this. You sent this in. I love this. Uh, this is this stuff is amazing. I want to get some. If the video plays. <laughs> Videos don't work. I'm Dallas Jolly at BulletproofEveryone.com, and today I'm going to be doing a demonstration of our 3A Bulletproof Jacket. This is our sport model. I'm going to be shooting it with 124 grain plus P 9mm. Coming out of my TriStar T120. Let's do it. Oh. Uh, ow. 
Yep. <laughs> Yeah, he knew that was going to hurt. He did it anyway. Oh. <coughs> what did he say? That was a 9mm? I think that's what he ah. said. Yeah, so that's still subsonic. But that hurts like hell. Does it hurt? Absolutely. But we wanted to create... Clothing integrated with American-made body armor that's affordable. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. That it greatly increases the chance of surviving so, a ladies and gentlemen, deadly encounter. This is a I bulletproof have a hoodie. Bruise. That's exactly what it is. And it's... I'm going to show you some of their other products. And what I found surprising was how reasonably priced everything is. Considering that it stops bullets. Yep. Uh, so we're on the uh, the men's products here. That hoodie or one very similar, three hundred fifty bucks for a hoodie that stops bullets. Yeah, that's. You can't go to a rock concert. Well, you can't go to a rock concert now. At but all. When you could have gone to a rock concert, <laughs> couldn't get a Foo Fighters hoodie for less than one hundred fifty. That didn't stop anything. Uh, yeah. No. Um, I like the freedom. That's a cool vest. Look at this. Even they even have a polo shirt. Yep. A nice vest. I like that. Uh, that one's without armor. Without armor. Yep, all right. Yep, well, yep. these are all without armor. Next, but, I don't know why you would get them without armor. <laughs> <laughs> the whole point of this fucking thing is bulletproof everyone. So yeah, uh, this is definitely cool stuff. Yeah, this is and on my. Uh, they're super dedicated to shoot themselves <laughs> to prove it. <laughs> hey man, I thought that was pretty amazing. Um. All right, and then we have this amazing meditation technique. Yes, that uh, I think I think I need to find a class. <laughs> I think we should just you know. Create our own class. <laughs> yes. I can see like uh, Emperor Palpatine leading this, just like, let the hate flow. <laughs> let the hate. Flow through you. <laughs> <laughs> Feel your anger. Yes. <laughs> they do look very calm. I mean, I know I feel better. Just giving their fuck you to the universe, I guess. And of course, I, I assume this is happening somewhere. That's what this means. <laughs> For all I know, this is actually over. I mean, um, it appeared they were all Asian. Uh, so I assume this is in a country where they eat with sticks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> and this may mean uh, I'm communing with the universe. I don't know. That's what I mean it to mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Good times. Uh, you know who uh, doesn't give you a big fuck you? <laughs> oh, good segue, Trevor. <laughs> uh, EXO Auto Works. If this will load. Nah, it'll load. Uh, all right. We'll, uh, oh, I wanted to pull up uh, one of their other. There we go. The featured services. We'll go with that this time. Uh, <laughs> As always, now the script's not loading. Fun. As as always, as always, as always. Try a refresh on the script, and then there we go. As always, Mantles is brought to you by our friends at EXO Auto Works, Colorado Springs, home of the $30 synthetic blend oil change. And now it's not scrolling. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll wing it as best I can. Um, EXO knows that uh, finding the problem is the first step to getting you back on the road, which is why they offer diagnostic services in most cases uh, free of charge. Free of charge. Um, there we go. Let's see if I can scroll, and can I scroll? There we go. Uh, <clears throat> they also do fleet services, fluid services, repair services, and much more. They work on all makes and models, including high-mileage cars, and they offer a 24,000-mile, two-year nationwide warranty. So call EXO at 719-375-3232 or go online to exoautoworks.com and make your appointment right away. Thanks, Thanks EXO. EXO. Um, And that brings us into uh, our tools of the week, and we've got a couple. Oh, boy, do we have a couple. Um, We start with an actual tool, like... A device that you can use to make your life easier. <laughs> uh, if it loads up for us, come on. Come on, friend. There we go. Um, this is awesome. Oh, come on. Let me get some sound. There we go. Can't see what that is. It is an auger. That attaches to your drill bit that just hooks onto your regular standard power drill. And you're doing a little planting. I really don't see it doing fence posts, but you're doing. Uh, you know, you could uh, do this kind of thing. You could do uh, maybe some ice fishing. Ice fishing would be cool. <laughs> the very abrupt end of the video. Um, I'm going to bring it back onto us because I had problems with the uh, New York Post website a minute ago. We'll see if we can get this one to load. New York Post. New York Post doesn't like us. No, they want money. They it's want not even that. It does. It doesn't show me anything. They it just gives me a white page. They want you to subscribe. <clears throat> The next two are both from the post, so I really want to cover this next one for sure. Well, and the one after that is pretty. Yep. Come on, come on. 
Come on. Wow. Waiting for the cash. All right. You know what? Uh, Wild. We're going to skip those. Um, <clears throat> Wild. Which is a bummer. Yeah, that's um, a bummer. And we're going to get into some sports. I think it's the karaoke. Every time we start it up, like we, our internet it dies. Be. Well, I don't know. We're streaming fine. It's the, uh, what we want to look at that's not. And it's only the New York Post. Everything else has been pretty, huh. pretty quick. So... We'll uh, move on and slide into some sports. Oh, we have some cool sports for you this week. And go. I'm on to refine. Let's find OBS. <laughs> you know, this is lagging now. Are we are we back? Kind of. Nope. <laughs> oh, come on. And go. And go. Okay, uh, what should we do besides sit here in silence while there's lows? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, everybody's off. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Did we dump? No, it's just locked and uh, everybody bailed. Okay, well. <sighs> Amazing. Okay, OBS is finally in real time. Can I get Chrome to move to the tab that I want? No. Of course not. Do you have two chromes open? Uh, yeah, top and bottom. Who knows? 
That shouldn't matter. <sighs> okay. Um, I guess we'll do this. We'll force Chrome to close and uh, fill. <clears throat> Yeah, thanks, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it goes. Hey, how's it going? All right. <laughs> I think the bunker got bombed. That's what it feels like. Sorry for the hiccup, ladies and gentlemen. We were experiencing um, uh, we experienced an EMP, <laughs> <laughs> except we're we're shielded in here, and we had a little bit of a rattle, but we're good now. Yeah, we're fine. Uh, so let's get some hockey scores and plays. Let's do the sports. We're going to do it in a Boston <laughs> accent just for keys. Yeah, the Flies and the Penguins. I don't know. That's that's kind of New Jersey meets <laughs> Boston meets like really sure bad. That is. This is going to be racist. <laughs> Culturalist? Pizzaist? Yeah, the Flyers and the Penguins. You know, the Flyers flew over the Penguins because the Penguins they ain't got no wings. Not like they got flippers. You know what I mean? <laughs> they got like the flippers. Let's see. The Sabres uh, did not cut the Islanders. The Islanders were victorious. They were victorious. The Jets soared over the Canadians. Uh, it's a long flight because Canada is a pretty big <laughs> fucking country. But if, uh, you know, you ever need to find Canada, you just turn left to Greenland. Over there, the Red Wings, uh, they got blown out by the Hurricanes. The Rangers, uh, you know, they did uh, they did that thing with the Devils. The Devils, they lost. Is what it is. Uh, the Panthers and the Predators, it was, you know, the Panthers outdid the Predators, which is sort of a dubious thing because they're both uh, peas, and then uh, <laughs> they're both Predators. Uh, and then uh, Raj Mangol Naki totally whooped ass. <laughs> totally whooped ass on the Leopards. That that's your hockey news. <laughs> All right. Next week, I'll try some other really fucked up accent. Uh, we'll see if the uh, video for the plays loads. Hey, we need OBS to be like Fonzie and just cool. Oof. Be cool. That was clean. Minnesota. Wow. A chip around the defenseman, and then he captures it, calms down, just holds it to the backhand, yeah. and overcocking it on the far side. Look at this play by Burns. Adam Larson with a pass out front. Great save by Reddy. Came across to Rob Dreisaitl. Reddick sprawled to make that stop. Darlene again over. Olafson got it away. Batted out in the air. That's awesome. I love it when that happens. Into the net. What a play that is by Reinhardt. Are you kidding me? He almost laid it on the on the blade of the stick Bank. and then hooked it all the way around. So that's some classic goal, and I could easily be goal of the week. Nifty backhand pass, and Tyler Ennis with two and a half to go big. And Pionk, and that flattened Ennis. Neil Pionk, not afraid to throw his weight around, quickly becoming public enemy number one in Edmonton. Ponick. Oh, look helpers. at that. Nice nope, get out of my house. It, and it did. It did make the highlight real. <laughs> it did. Sure, what a stop! That is the inside of the five. The 
post. Kane to the other end, Ooh. looking for help from the break. Kane to spin around. He scores! Oh, roll the highlight film! Patrick Kane with a spectacular shot. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> Those guys are really trying to get new and improved commentary, aren't they? Uh, yes. They're they're always trying. <laughs> See if this. Nope. All right. We'll see if uh, the next thing I had queued up will load. I love these when it's. <laughs> that was the site I was just using for the plays. Yeah. It says no. No. No, I don't want to. Well, fuck it. Uh, it looks like the only thing that's going to load up is uh, images for history, so we'll move on to that. <laughs> Crap. Uh, we had a really cool sports thing. We'll try to do it next week. Do we have some uh, some other mid-rolls or no? Nah. Okay. okay. Uh, so we'll get into this week in his story. Hopefully this uh, bumper does what it's supposed to do. Uh, here we go. All right, so this week in his history, March 4th, 1789, the first Congress of the United States meets in New York uh, and declares that the Constitution is in effect. And we've kind of talked about this before, how the Constitution was, uh, or the establishment of the Constitution uh, was really like a bloodless coup. Like there was nothing in the previous document, the Articles of Confederation, that said that they could do any of this. And they went, this isn't really working. Let's change it. Just make it happen. And... (laughs) Luckily, no one went, you can't do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. March 5th, 1912. Uh, <clears throat> the Italians become the first uh, nation to use dirigibles for military purposes. And they use them uh, for reconnaissance flights behind the uh, Turkish lines west of Tripoli. And apparently it. Uh, ended up on a cigarette pack. It looks like <laughs> whatever, whatever wills is cigarettes are. <laughs> wow. Um, if you find a pack of those, you yeah. put them in the Smithsonian. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, March 6th, 1521. Ferdinand Magellan discovered Guam. Uh, Wow. Yeah, uh, and the world hasn't been the same since. March 7th, 1935, Malcolm Campbell uh, set an auto speed record of 276.8 miles per hour in Florida in that car that looks like it would fly apart at 100. <laughs> yeah, jeez. <laughs> uh, so what's funny is that they tried a couple other designs, and they had foils and shit on them. And the, at that speed, the foil just—if you ever, 
it's like history doesn't learn from itself because if you see all those speedboat videos where they go, what did it? These guys had it figured out back yeah. then. <laughs> uh, let's see, March 8th, 1961. Uh, another guy with balls of steel. Max Conrad circled the globe <clears throat> in a record time of eight days, 18 hours, and 49 minutes, and a Piper Aztec. That thing. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> At least you have two engines. I mean, what the, I don't even know what the max air At least speed is. Uh, At least it's not the engine conks out and you're just done. You yeah. Know? But uh, let's see. March 9th, 1820, uh, Congress passed the Land Act, which paved the way for Western expansion. Um, I was reading a little bit about this. I guess what it did was before this passed... Um, Basically, west of the original colonies on that map. If you wanted land there, which belonged to the federal government because of the treaty at the end of the Revolutionary War, if you wanted land there, you had to buy 160-acre parcels. Um, Then there was an issue of, because back then they really didn't like the government doing anything that it hadn't been told that it could do, there was no process for, like, if you can't pay... They didn't have the right to like come take it back. There were, you know, there were a lot of questions. So this like cleared up a bunch of that. So and it made it, it made it so that you could buy like an eighty-acre parcel. If you couldn't make the payments, you could sell it back to the government, um, or give it back and have it forgiven. However, they right. did that. Um, but it made it so that it wasn't, uh, it wasn't so ambiguous to get land out west, and uh, so people slid on over into places like Ohio, uh-huh. which doesn't sound like the West at all. <laughs> Not anymore, but when but it takes, then, yeah. it takes when your maximum speed is four miles an hour. Yeah. That was way out West. That's true. Um, and finally, March 10th, 49 BC, Julius Caesar crossed the Rubicon and invaded Italy. This was a big deal. Um, under the Roman system of government at the time, uh, of course, they were a republic. The Senate, uh, much like our Senate, passed legislation, and then uh, they had two executives, a guy named Pompey and a guy named Caesar. Well, Pompey's job was basically to take care of shit at home. Caesar's job was to conquer and administer conquered stuff, from what I understand. If anybody's more versed in this, go ahead and correct me. Um and the big deal was that an army coming back into Rome, a conquering army, uh, they were supposed to put their arms up. Uh, how do you word that? Stow their arms. They weren't uh-huh. supposed to come under arms. Of course, they could come home because it was their yeah, home. Sure. Uh, he said when they got to the Rubicon and everyone was like, so we put our swords away. He was like, nope, because he was having a disagreement with Pompey. <laughs> so, uh, holy fuck. Uh so they marched on in and he took the place. Uh, and that brings us to the end of the week in his story uh, and the end of our show. It was a, it was an interesting show. I mean, we got nuked, uh, but that was weird. The, the karaoke singers didn't die. That was sad. I'm glad. Oh yeah. Sad. That was sad. <laughs> sad. The word you're looking for is sad. Uh, I hope you can't hear it on your end, but we can definitely hear it on our end. And it's because of her that we're going to end this show and go kill ourselves (laughs) in the parking lot. Uh 
Uh, uh, interesting. We, since I have the script, uh, <laughs> we, of course, want to thank all of you for watching uh, or listening. And please check us out on the web at mantoolsmedia.com, at mantoolsmedia on all social media. Um, <clears throat> get some merch at mantoolsmedia.redbubble.com. Um, you can also join our Patreon at patreon.com slash mantoolsmedia. Patronage starts. I don't know why we keep saying that. It costs $5 a month. We don't have tiers anymore. We want to thank Doug Eldridge, our newest patron. Uh, that's one of the benefits of signing up. So if you want an on-air thanks, throw us 5 bucks a month. Um, I also want to throw out, we've joined, uh, well, we joined a while back, but I want to try to kind of take advantage of it. Um, we're on a thing called Locals uh, at mantoolsminions.locals.com. Um, it's... <laughs> It has a look and feel very similar to Twitter, but then there's also a subscription thing where for $5 a month, we'll give you the same stuff that we're giving on Patreon. So, uh, <clears throat> Don't forget to join up on Trevor's OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> Beards and buttholes. <laughs> Bearded buttholes. <laughs> and if we can get the... The events page. There it goes for Twisted Apes. We'll uh, throw that up here and we'll talk about what we've got coming up at Twisted Apes. <coughs> Tomorrow night, Swell, the band. Uh, new and improved, apparently. Uh, uh, close. New and improved, apparently. They got a new singer. Uh, so come check them out. Repeat Offender coming on Saturday night. Again. Get it? Repeat Offender. Get it? Get it. Did, 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 did get you get it? it? It's come. Did you get it? I get it. Okay, repeat offender coming Saturday. Uh, and then we've got a couple, some more cool things coming up this month. Um, it looks like it's a double header next week. It's going to be Crack Sky and Gravel. <laughs> uh, oh. Facing forward on March 20th <coughs> here at the Apes. Probably a uh, St. Patty's Day oh. celebration. Oh. Luck of the Irish. Luck of the Irish. Everybody's Irish that day. So uh, swing on in on the weekends. It's live music. Karaoke happens on, obviously, Thursdays. Uh, How do you make a radio ad for an 8K TV that conveys the feeling of 33 million pixels with over a billion shades of color hitting your eyeballs? This is the best we can do. Samsung Neo QLED 8K. Unreasonably good.